I'm Morgan. And I'm Trisha. And we are first time new moms. Join us on this crazy, beautiful ride of momhood where we mom cast each week, breaking the stereotypes of momhood and supporting each other on the good, bad, and often comical parts of being a mom. This is Mom Jeans and Minivans for the perfectly imperfect mom. Trisha, we made it to 100. <laughs> I know, it's our 100th episode. It's so exciting. I can't believe we've been doing this for so long. I know. The girls were nine months, so what, two, two and a half years? Oh my gosh. I feel like it's a little like TV shows. Your 100th episode. <laughs> I and, know. Insert blowhards <laughs> and little whistles. <laughs> And confetti call it falling from exactly. the ceiling. Exactly. Well, we have like Easter grass scattered everywhere, so I could just throw that in the air. <laughs> yeah, good times. <laughs> and I have a glass of wine to celebrate. Oh, and so. I celebrated with my milkshake that I made, but then I finished it before we started recording. <laughs> <laughs> this is when I want to cue Remy's, I, my milkshake brings See all the yard, boys to the yard right? song. <laughs> Insert. <laughs> well, Cheers. Cheers. I we did know. it. So we thought it would be really fun to go back through a little of memory lane. And we went back and listened to some of our very, very first episodes back in 2019. Mm-hmm. The end of 2019. Oh my gosh. And see just what jumped out at us. What's what's the same? What's new? So we're going right. to stroll down memory lane a little bit. And we have a few emails from some of our mom jeans tribe and i thought it would be fun to see if you could guess a few of the top 10 or is it top 15 might have been the top 15 episodes of all time the uh, downloads that we've had so we're gonna just have a little fun this episode (laughs) yeah then and now where are we at exactly so what was the first thing that jumped out at you trisha just um i think just how new everything was even (laughs) at nine months old you know how it was just like you just kind of felt like a lost little puppy like I gotta figure this out and just everything just feeling so new that was like a big thing that jumped out to me yeah it jumped out at me that as chill as I felt at least I'll speak for myself that I felt as a parent Mm -hmm. like I didn't feel like I was one of those parents like oh my God, my child just fell. Oh my God. Like I felt pretty relaxed considering. Yeah, I felt like you were. Then listening back, I had a similar reaction and as in it cracked me up how much we researched. It was like everything. We're like, so we were reading about this. Oh, I just found this article. (laughs) Oh, like, so we were like casually not casual in a way but i didn't realize the degree that we did it but maybe that's what made us so casual is that we (laughs) felt like we were you know doing our due diligence and trying to it just it cracked me up and i think a little part going then and now now having baby number two that jumped out at me that Mm -hmm. some of the things we were saying i was like eh, whatever which is so like the stereotypical Mm -hmm. second child i'm like no biggie i guess i've gotten even more casual but also that I'm now certified as a preschool teacher. So I just have Yay. this wealth of knowledge right. that I didn't have. See, all that due diligence, <laughs> that's what got you into it. <laughs> right? <laughs> so that really jumped that's out. Funny. That just, I feel loaded with so much more information just from my profession change and then clearly all our research. <laughs> yeah. So that kind of cracked me up. That is... And that's funny. I, I didn't think about it. And I definitely have my spurts of research yes. still, but it's not like it was. No. I felt like I could look stuff up every day. Totally. And also when uh, she was nine I months old. I think part of it was like being the first parents, you know, new time parents, but just the changes that kids go through in the mm-hmm. beginning compared to being toddlers, the changes just aren't as rapid. So you yes. just don't have the need even though it's still we've never dealt with toddlers that's new but i just definitely am not <laughs> looking up each thing as much or just the the developmental changes i think where right us more right. because it's it's the basic necessities of eating and sleeping and oh there's a rash what's that cry mean mm-hmm. <laughs> right right yeah and it, and it, a lot of it revolves around sleep yep Sleep, sleep, sleep. I mean, they do so much or of it. so little um, of it. Or not. <laughs> As yes. I am witnessing with <laughs> exactly. child number two compared to child number one. That was another one. So yes. I went back to our Nat Fart episode. <laughs> <laughs> 
Love it. Which is all. If anyone's wondering, it's me. I'm the one who can hear an F bar. <laughs> and it was fun to listen because I almost felt like a listener in that episode because yes. everything from when we were trying to sleep teach the girls is so blurry, which we were even saying in our episode that things were a month out and we're like, oh, but it's a little blurry. It's a little blurry because we're so sleep deprived. But <laughs> I started training Charlie at six to nine months, Trisha, not till yeah. 13 months. I finally am sleep training Augie. I can't anymore. Talk about sleep deprivation. So yeah. tonight, knock on wood, we'll make it four nights in a row, but it's still such a wow. thing. I have taken him Thursday. We'll make, make it a week that and today's what Tuesday mm -hmm. yeah so Phil has been solely on Charlie duty and I've been solely on Augie duty but even just getting him down is so much faster and I what also jumped out at me is just instinctively I'm doing it so differently than Charlie I'm not even doing the same way because that's if anyone's listened and you know Trisha that Phil was anti-sleep training with Augie because right. I think it scarred yeah. him with Charlie and oh my gosh. he thinks it scarred her <laughs> So he does. Uh, he just was not a fan of the method. So uh, he just yeah. he's like, no, I just I can't do it. So I um, found a new way with Augie. I realized listening to the episode, part of it, I'm tapping his butt. And I had started that like a two days in or something. And then I listened to our episode mm -hmm. and you were talking about how you tapped Re Remy's butt. Even if she like wake up, I was just like, get her back to sleep. So I just it, it was yep. interesting to me. I was like, mm, did not have to do that Aww. with Charlie and definitely <laughs> did it or am doing it with Augie. So wish me luck. I'm a weekend and listening to the episode and hearing about it was like a month regression. I'm like, all right, all right, just stick with it. It gets better. But I'm having to take yep. myself back there. Yep. So I'm back there. Yep. That's what's n new. Oh my gosh. <laughs> now, I remember at the very beginning of the sleep mm -hmm. training, it was emotional. It was very emotional. Just, I think, the sleep deprivation, not wanting her to be crying, and but also knowing she needed sleep. And do you feel that with Augie, you are equally as emotional? Or are you kind no. of like hardened so by hardened. it? So hardened. I, tonight, like, you know I was what? taking no. pictures of the poor kid wailing his eyes out. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is so messed up. <laughs> I just I, I like to try to capture pictures, not just of when those cute moments, but when they are making their sad faces or their mad faces. Yeah. So yeah, no, yeah, I real I'd real say life. I'm hardened. Because <laughs> he's yes. just looking at me yep. I'm like click. Oh wait, you moved. It's not good lighting. Now this picture's blurry. <laughs> I mean, can you make that face again? Yeah, I'll be here. Wait, Let wait, me wait. just pinch your hip a little bit. <laughs> no, it was. I do. I am repeating to myself, I'm teaching them how to self-soothe. So I think I'm hardening myself mm -hmm. just because it is so hard in the sense when he looks at me, I'm yeah. like, oh, stop it, buddy. And he gives these biggest koala, oh like he's put he's his little arms dog. around you so Aww. tight, like a little koala. <laughs> stop. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, no, buddy, stop, stop. You're going to break my heart. So I just, I can't even Aww. go there. So yes and no. Uh, like I said, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not doing the Ferber method this time. I'm staying in the room with him slowly trying yep. to do less I'm not I'm just leaving him in his crib but I'm right next to his crib and hoping that one is getting shorter but the goal is to be able to lay him down and just be at the door you know like distance myself from the crib versus Charlie we were on yep. the outside <laughs> on the other side of the door so yeah I think I let me say I I don't feel I don't want to say mean but I, I like he knows I'm there I might not be what he wants but he knows that at least I'm there. He's not alone. So it's a compromise. Yeah, yeah it's a compromise. You're not doing exactly what he wants. You're not doing exactly no, what you exactly. want. You're somewhere in and between. I, I just know, like, yeah. if I pick him up, what will happen? Because the second I do, yeah. he just stops. So yep. I, that, I just, I can't. Yeah. So, but then the I'm, second you put him down, I'm he starts wiser, again. So, so it's like, slash, slash, I guess, seem hardened. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting because I feel like, you know, a a parent might have a certain method of doing things, but every child, and we've talked about this even with you in school, every child is different. Oh, every child. could not say that more. Like, it's crazy right? the difference between Charlie was harder to get down, but she would stay through the night. Augie is the reverse. Yeah. yeah this couldn't be more different. Yeah. And so it's just important that you're constantly trying to just really be in tuned with your child and just see where they're at and what works for them and 
try different things, different methods, see what works for both of you. You know, that's sometimes the hard thing is, you know, sleep teaching (laughs) is sleep teaching. You're trying to figure out what works for you and for them and they can't communicate it. So you've just got it's trial and error. It it is. And uh, speaking of we're kind of on the nap or the sleep part that I literally laughed out loud because I forget what which episode it was. But you were talking about Remy coming out of um, two naps and going down to one. So it was about Augie's age. And I mm-hmm. was just cracking up because I was like, Trisha, Trisha, no, don't, don't tell me this. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> and now we're here. We are. Girls don't nap at all. And Augie does two naps ish, and we'll probably do one very soon. And I'm like, eh, whatever, like yep. no big thing. But it was like the amount I relied on my naps back then was like all yes. I could do was laugh. Especially Charlie was a dream napper, honestly. Oh my gosh, Complete she really was. Of Augie, you know, she would do those anywhere like two hours was not on her two to three. Yeah, they were I magical. Know, I remember times. a couple times when we were like, they slept for three <laughs> hours. Yes. And now we're like, yep, no yep. naps. But I was like, oh my God, the world is ending. I was like, it'll be okay. I was telling my old self, it will be okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that was so funny, the newness of that. <laughs> <laughs> I actually came across a picture. I want to say um, it Speaking was, of pictures, before you do that so, tra- uh, jump, did you check your phone? Yes. I sent you a picture of Augie. Oh, gosh. <laughs> right now. Hold on. Oh, my God. <laughs> the first one, it looked like he's in jail. You know, right? He's in... Oh, look at that one. Like, face totally covered. Yeah. yeah look at that hair. Aw. <laughs> so cute all right we gotta post those (laughs) oh okay you were saying pictures oh i came across a picture now granted it wasn't um it wasn't when we first started it was a year after but it was the same scenario either way but it was a picture of us doing our nightly reading routine before bed and we're in remy's room and it's jason and remy Mm -hmm. in a chair and they're reading and i had taken a picture and it's november and Remy has on a mock neck fleece pajama shirt, <laughs> fleece pants, a fleece sleeper sack, mittens oh, that go all I, like yes, sleeve mittens all the way up her so arms. <gasps> yes. And Jason's sitting there oh with a wool sweater on, a winter hat, and we're about to put her to sleep. Like, and I just, I saw this picture and I was... I just thought to myself, oh my gosh, I cannot believe we lived in these kinds of conditions. For her first two years. Her first, so she was born October, her first seven months of life, she slept on my chest in bed at night. I needed the body warmth to keep her warm. about how much it is layered. Look how yeah, far you've come, Trisha. And remember all the stresses of trying to find your current house never ending and you're just like yes I'm on the other side yes like I actually was talking to my mom tonight I had uh I had a run to the grocery store I pulled up to the house Jason had just cut the lawn yesterday or the day before something like that and I get out of the car and you know it's like dusk like the sun is setting the birds are chirping our trees are blooming and I was just like we might struggle financially still. It's just been like this never ending mm-hmm. struggle, but I'm so proud of how far we have come and how much we have accomplished from that time until now. And it probably hasn't felt like you've made any progress. And then you have something like that, that gives you a reality check of, Oh my God, we actually, we might yeah. be taking five steps forward and two back versus it feeling the other way around. Exactly. Exactly. So I mean, I tend to be a person that really tries to have gratitude mm-hmm. for the things in my life and not really look at what I don't have, but just really focus on the things I do have. But I love those moments. Like when I stepped out of the car and it just, it's like a beautiful night and it's, it's, it's cool, but it's just like, there's <laughs> you that You can appreciate smell. the cool and then go into your warm house. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And walk in and say, whoa, <laughs> we actually have insulation in this what? house. How amazing. <laughs> I can still see inside when I walk in the door and I don't have to turn on every single light. Amazing. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. We'll have to post that picture up too. <laughs> yes. Yes. I just was like, that's how you went to sleep 
in the winter. <laughs> That's crazy. We basically yep. camped the first seven months of your life out in the wilderness yes. during the winter. <laughs> Love you, Remy. Yes. <laughs> That's why you're such a tough chica. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> One of the first, first things that jumped out at me, Trisha, was how much we reconnected in those earlier episodes and got to know each other again. Yeah. We've been doing this so Aww. long and then listening to us like, yeah, the things that I'm like, yeah, duh. I say that now, but we were honestly relearning <laughs> back when we started. Yes. So I thought that was pretty cool. Right. Kind of like you were saying about the house and how far you come. I'm like, Oh, look how much we've gotten closer again. So that, I that know. was pretty awesome to see. That That is really awesome. I love that the girls kind of brought us back together and that, having had just that distance and I just love that our timeline was just without having spoken to one another like all of a sudden all of a sudden we were like in the same timeline it was just it was really cool like I'm pregnant no wait I'm pregnant (laughs) (laughs) we should do a podcast (laughs) yeah and now you're like one of my regular go-tos cool (laughs) (laughs) right there really is something to be said about having, like, and I know we've said this in previous episodes, it's just having friends that are in similar yes. stages with their children. Yep. Because things do change so often that when you're in it, you're in it. When you're a little bit out of it, you're like, wait, what did I do out of it. Like, I remember Literally asking my sister. Oh, so- I'm like, huh? What happened? Can you refresh my memory? <laughs> I I mean, I remember asking my sister so many questions and she never knew the answer. And I was like, do you remember anything about your pregnancy? She's like, seriously, it's such a blur. I really don't remember anything. You did not have a surrogate, correct? You carried all three children. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I think you're just, it's constant go mode, but everything is a blur. It's that tired thing. Comes back to tiredness. (laughs) Yes, yes. And timeline. Like if anyone's like, when did this happen for Remy? I'm like, (laughs) What? You're talking at age three and a half because I can help you there. I'm, I'm like definitely within the first. You know two we years. have this definitely thing called the podcast. Years. You should really go find this episode and listen back. It'll give you way more clarity than I can I write in this moment. Just give me an hour so I can check my yeah, podcast right. and then I'll get back to you. Which is exactly why we started uh, this was so we have a diary of right. what happened with the girls and now Augie and so I'm like oh thank God we started it basically when they were babies because it was fun Mm -hmm. going back and hearing that yeah i love too and i miss just that time we had to just be moms Mm -hmm. you know and focus on that and being able to meet up once a month and have our you know little Mm -hmm. get-togethers and see where each other were at and see the girls and see the girls together and because we were both making career changes we were both yep. able to be yep. home with the girls their first basically yep. two-ish years. Yeah. So different than with Augie where I was three months and then back to work. So that's a huge difference. Right. But yeah, that we had that quality time with them. And then I, yes, I was like, oh my God, I miss our meetups, our monthly meetups yes. so much. That jumped out at me. I was like, oh. Yeah. I mean, some of the, my some of my best memories, like I just think yeah. about it, like the park visits and <laughs> I loved the zoo. I loved when we went to Turtle that zoo. zoo. Me yes. too. In the picture, the photo shoot, the, every statue. <laughs> oh my gosh. We took so many pictures and we made the girls. That's when they were just in like, okay, we can do anything we want with you stage. Like but trying to get them sit to up. sit Remy up together. Sit and Charlie was almost there. So it was like, okay, one of us had to be there hiding behind a statue or, and I was like, okay, and shoot or let her go, but get ready to catch her. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was like, okay, uh, COVID not or not, we need to start making them happen. Yes, we both have regular jobs now, but we need to make this happen. We can figure something yeah, out. For sure. Yes. Because I'm like, Agreed. I miss it in the memories so I much. I know. Me too. Yes. You know what I don't miss is the quality of some of our earlier episodes. Oh my God. <laughs> the echo that I had in some of them. <gasps> I was going to go crazy listening it, listening to it. Oh no! I was like, how many people did we lose? They were like, "Sorry, I can't do this. This quality sucks." Because I struggled to these amateurs. (laughs) Yeah, that was painful, Trisha. So then, quality sucked, and I'd have to say, I think (laughs) the editing and quality of the sound has improved. Well, you get 100% of the pat on the back for that because you (laughs) have crappy quality and the good quality. (laughs) 
But no, but you do get, I mean, you have done so much with this editing and making sure all the tracks come together and it's been really impressive and I don't think I've thanked you for that thank you for taking that role on and doing that and um just being so dedicated to it I'm happy to do it you know what I've gotten out of it is now I'm doing audiobooks for I did the audiobooks for Charlie when Augie was born and I was at the hospital so that she could have basically mommy reading to her on tape and now for summer camp I'm going to do two books a week, audiobooks, and incorporate it, but I can do all that because I'm like, mm, I can edit this. Ah, no problem. I think that's incredible. Like, I get goosebumps <laughs> when, I, when you told me about those audiobooks for Charlie, and even now when you brought it up. Like, I just, that is so special. Aw, yeah. So it's something that yeah. I couldn't do. Definitely put myself out of my comfort zone. I was like, I don't know where to begin. I'm probably using still five editing tools and couldn't tell you much else, but... <laughs> Get it done. But you're doing it. But you're doing it. It might not be pretty. Mom mode. Just get it done. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. But yeah. Um, And I hear myself giggle. I realized how much we giggled. I don't feel like we do it as much. (laughs) And I think, honestly, that goes back to how much more we were meeting up. Yes. I really do. Yep. Because we we bring back those memories. I know a little bit of mine was probably nurse. Yeah. Yeah. I do a nervous giggle. (laughs) I I do the same. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Let's see. What else? You know what jumped out at me also is you describe what? Remy as a ham bone and Charlie an adventure. <laughs> and I do. You did. Yes. You're like, Remy's such a little oh, ham oh. bone and Charlie's the little adventure. I don't know which episode it was. And I just thought uh-huh. it was funny how you described Remy as a little ham bone and independent. And I was like, oh, my God, I think Augie is Remy. Like, there's so <gasps> much Aww. that you said in some of the earlier ones. That I'm like, that's Augie. That's Augie. I like the way she was getting into so to the cabinets. And when she had the Todd pie, the, the cascade <laughs> pot or whatever, I was like, yes. oh, my God, Augie is constantly in our cabinets. We had to baby proof one cabinet for Charlie just because it was the soaps and poisonous, whatever. But she never really went right. in there. We just did it because we wanted to be cautious. Well, and the crazy thing is Remy didn't either. She knew where the snack drawer was, but that was the one time she went down there. Yeah. I'd... And that's what she ended up getting. But she's not like, yeah, she didn't. She, she didn't. Explore I never baby proofed anything. Do things, and that's so yeah. Augie. Charlie would explore. Yeah. But she was a little bit more of a daredevil, which you reminded me of in the, yeah. when we went to the beach and how I magically caught her. <laughs> From falling from the wagon because yes. she's always like oh let yes. me check this out she's a little daredevil i'm just gonna remy was different yep. and like mm, let me taste this let me eat this oh what's this in here and that's so augie it's i have to the bathroom i'm like oh he's the toilet paper kid any paper mm, let me taste it i'm like constantly putting everything <laughs> in his mouth and it's just like oh my god kid like so it just i was like between that and then i'm like oh my god that butt pat seemed to calm him for sleep i'm like oh and you said that in a different episode. I'm like, oh, my God. Watch out, Charlie. Remy they're, and Augie. Twins. They might be BFFs when he gets old enough to use they his might words. Be. <laughs> Uh-oh. They might be. Yeah. Yeah, I would, I would say I feel like Remy was a cautious explorer. Mm-hmm. Like, she didn't get into a lot of things, but she definitely explored. Like, she wasn't one of the ones where it's like, oh, gosh, watch the sockets or, oh, my goodness, like you know got to strap all the doors down like it wasn't one of those things where it was like oh no where's remy she's definitely into something she shouldn't be occasionally she was into the wash machine when we leave it open (laughs) (laughs) yeah he's definitely like you've got to keep your eye on him it gets too quiet and he's the kid you're like oh wait it's quiet that's not good yeah i remember one time it was a little quiet and jason and i were like this isn't good (laughs) and we went into the kitchen and remy had gotten the wet um Oh my gosh, I just lost the name. Um, the coffee grinds. Oh, and she yes. pulled like the, the wet <laughs> like coffee filter out with all the grounds. And she had this face like, what is this? But like couldn't stop touching it and playing with it. Uh, it was so funny. I was like, do you want a garden, baby? Right? That's sensory. Uh, Need for sensory. Yes. Yes. It was so funny. Meanwhile, she had like black coffee grounds <laughs> all over her pajamas. <laughs> And we were like, oh, it could have been worse. Augie's could so messy. And pots. Charlie's always saying that. She even knows, like, Augie, you're so messy. He's just that kid. He, yeah. <laughs> Would you still say oh. Remy's a ham bone and describe Charlie's an adventure? Like, if we're going then and now? 
Because I feel like Charlie's not quite as as adventurous as she was. She's much more cautious. Yeah, I don't know if I would call her that. And, you know, I haven't called Remy a hand bone in a, in a really long time. But I would say Remy definitely still has that silly yeah. side to her where you're like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay, you want to be center of attention oh, for sure. right now. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know if I'd call her a ham bone as much. Because now it's more like, she'll be like, uh, and we're like, okay, that's fake. And then she's like, all right, whatever. She knows how to amp it up. <laughs> speaking of fake. Yeah. Um, speaking speaking of, fake. of fake. It was, I might have been a mom fashion that I did. But your takeaway from it was the waterworks show from Charlie. And that she did those deep sniffles. <laughs> And it was so. Oh, yes. She was like, <sighs> yes. And what's so crazy? She's still exactly like that. And it that happened again, like a day after I listened to that episode, where oh my gosh, where she fell asleep, and in her sleep she was <gasps> after like being so upset. I was like, mm, some things don't change. <laughs> Aw, that's the worst too. Uh, something that doesn't change with Remy is her lungs she still can has the loudest screams and yells and <laughs> i mean she's gonna be a heavy metal singer i she's don't know gonna she's something's sort of gonna happen something with a microphone something a doubt. she's going to use that in some way i mean even in the night when she wakes up it's not just like uh, all of a sudden it's like ah! like it scares the crap out of me in fairness and, oh, my god, oh my god could wake you uh, up <laughs> Yes, but still, I'm like, sometimes I'm not even sleeping and it still jolts me like, ah, yeah, those, those lungs, those lungs have not changed. If anything, she has, they, she can go longer at the same volume. <laughs> She's built and up like, her oh. endurance. <laughs> yes, for sure. Speaking of Remy, in, in our episode, What's in a Name, where we talked about how we came up with the, you know, girls' names at the time, Augie wasn't around. Mm-hmm. I just came across as listening to this, everything, you know how, what is it when you like hear something for the first time and then everything else kind of seems to like play off of it or connect back to it? Uh-huh. What, yeah. What do you call that? I don't mm. know. Basically, that seemed to happen after I would listen back to some of these episodes. So after I listened to that one. <laughs> it's like you hear it with a different set of maybe. ears. Maybe. And so maybe I'm just more aware. But then I came across mm-hmm. a Yahoo article that in the past five years, the Social Security office has received 30,000 name changes from parents. Wow. <laughs> so I was like, oh, well, I'm glad we really, really analyzed our names because we do not need to submit to... <laughs> have our children renamed <laughs> wow that's interesting like thousand in the last five years that's a lot wow. <laughs> yep yep we actually met a girl at the park and it was like the first time remy actually played with a child for an extended amount of time where you could actually have a conversation with the other yeah. parent usually it's like if i go on play dates it's like remy's doing her own thing and i'm you know, my friend's child's doing their own thing. We can, we're always like across the park, like, guess we'll talk later. You know, like this was supposed to be for us too. And I met this little girl. Her name was Rona, R-O-N-A, I think is how she spelled it, Mm -hmm. Rona. And I hadn't heard that name. And it was funny because they were getting along. Her, They were similar sized, even though she was a little bit younger than Remy. And Rona and Remy. It was kind of funny. (laughs) I was like, oh, two unique four-letter. Right. I just keep thinking of Rowena. I don't know why when you say Rona. (laughs) I know. <laughs> Rona. Yeah. Um, anything else jump out at you? Um, no. Just, I feel like the big thing was just like how everything just kind of felt so fresh and new. Now I feel like I'm a little seasoned. I'm like, all right, I got, got it. Like, <laughs> seasoned I don't feel new. like I have to research everything no, anymore. Seasoned and new as in there was one where you did a double mom fashion. How much I feel like lately I am struggling for my mom fashions. Oh, I feel like I'm always struggling. I can't believe I You're did a like, double. I can't decide. I'm, I'm like, well, just do a double. You're like, all right. I was like, a double. No, you can <laughs> hold on to those jewels now. <laughs> you really do. You really do. <laughs> I was like, is that because we're so seasoned or that things just don't rattle us that we're like eh, that's not really new that you forget about, forget it. about it or it's not really yeah. newsworthy to us anymore 
We're like, oh, you talked to your kid? Yeah, tell me something I haven't heard. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Very true. Very true. So I was like, oh my God, a double. No, no, no. We would never know. (laughs) Yeah. Something that felt old and new to me was the episode about um, wanting kids. Like, I don't, was it being an only child episode or I don't know which it was one of the earlier episodes but mm-hmm. uh you had asked how many kids I want and I had said two and a half and Phil went from wanting two to four kids and that's exactly what we're going through right now I was like oh my god yes. no way he wants four children I was like yeah I didn't even realize he said wow that, you know because we have two other embryos oh and so, I thought okay and okay. so he's like well I we've been having the talks of well we're gonna have a third I'm like, what are we waiting for? And he goes, oh, oh, God, okay, oh, I don't know. And then he's like, yeah, so let's have four kids. I'm like, you can't go from, <laughs> like, give me a second, about a third. And then, like, yeah, let's have four. I'm like, what? <laughs> so I didn't realize that yeah. I said two and a half because I really wanted three. Like, I'd be happy with two, but would love three. And that he gave the same yep. answer of, oh, two's good. Eh, but, you know, why not four? <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, four. And that's so funny because I could just like not see Phil saying that. I thought too. he was like a two guy. Yeah. I think it's only because <laughs> we have the embryos. And so it's mm-hmm. like, well, what do you do with them? Yeah. I don't know. But I was like, oh, still, still two and a half slash four. Given the same answer. Some things have not changed. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, that's good. Yeah. And I also was cracking up at, (laughs) we were talking about who's the heavy, which is still a conversation in our house, like kind of a running (laughs) joke of who's the heavy. And I mean, I still claim I am, of course, but Phil (laughs) says that he is all the time. And so I had mentioned it, I guess, in one of the episodes and just perfect proof because he would, if you asked him to show, he'd be like, I'm the heavy. And we just this past (laughs) weekend we were we had a pullover because charlie needed to use the bathroom so we used the car potty right yeah and phil jumped out and she would not go she was like a false alarm and she was so tired and she wouldn't i don't know pull her pants up wouldn't go and feels like that's it we're getting back in the car she wouldn't get in the car and i heard him he goes charlie do you want me to go get mommy I'm like, that in itself is proof that I am the heavy when you use me as the threat. I didn't call him out on it, but like, because I know I'm the heavy and clearly you do too in the moments where you really need the heavy. And then he finally gets her back into the car, like from the trunk to the, where her car seat is and she won't get in. And he just turns to me and goes, Morgan, you got to do this. I can't do it. I'm like, again, proof. So I wish I had that on recording that. I walked out, got out of the car, walked around, and had Charlie in her seat within two minutes. I was like, mm-hmm. just just so we know, mama's the heavy around here, and he will still dispute it. But that was evidence when we were Hilarious. coming back from the train museum. I can tell you right now, I can tell he's not the heavy. No, Sorry, Phil. I love you. Softie. You are not the heavy. He, no, yes. and Charlie knows he's a softie. Yeah, oh, yeah. Nothing wrong with it, but just stop claiming you're the heavy. <laughs> I always loved when I was there just how like very calm and lightly he would talk to Charlie and Charlie would just be like, like she did not care. She was just like, nope, I am going to, I'm going to do it at the volume I want and I'm upset or I'm this or I'm that. And I just always, like he was just always so calm and, and <laughs> just so cute. It was so cute. He still does it. He it's adorable. Does, but I love yeah. it. I, was just, I just like to oh, witness it. Yeah. But I was like, if you're threatening saying, I'm going to go get mama, that, that's your yep. answer right there. Mm-hmm. Listening to this, though, brought back some topics we've talked about that we still need to get on that we mentioned doing and we still haven't done. Oh, yeah. Such as? Such as being married to someone with a significant age gap. Okay. Yeah. We never talked about yeah, that. We wrote it down as an idea and we still have not done it because Jason is That's how many hilarious. years from you? 15. And Phil's eight. And I have a yep. girlfriend. I think they're nine years. And just the mm-hmm. play, the effect it has with kids and raising kids and wanting kids because that's all a consideration and oh yeah so it's like yeah we need to get on that especially like phil and i talking about okay are we having two and a half or four kids <laughs> that's right right so yeah. um yeah note to self let's bring that back to the top <laughs> absolutely what else is there more there were and i when i heard it i was like oh yeah we need to do that and i didn't write them down so i don't remember <laughs> 
Oh, no. All right. I'm writing that down in my notes like right now because I know I'm going to forget it like in three minutes. <laughs> oh, my God. And something that was kind of like a deja vu moment for me. I had mentioned this is back one when I was watching Savvy. We started recording when it was Savvy yes. and Charlie. And yes. I was talking about the first time that I like the first day of watching Savvy, having her over and how I felt bad because Charlie didn't quite understand, but she was fine. And I pick up Savannah to comfort her and Charlie would just start crying and be set off by me holding oh someone gosh. else. And that happens yep. regularly with Augie now. I cannot hold Charlie. He just loses his <gasps> mind. Yep. I thought it was holding someone oh, no. else. My friend came over, one of the people that couldn't come to Augie's first birthday. She came over, her and her husband with their daughter. And so I was like, oh, I want to hold Murphy. And Augie went from fine to tears and i was like okay makes sense another oh, child a little jealousy no, it's charlie too and even yep. phil <laughs> it was so funny just yesterday phil was giving me a hug like perfect timing augie i've been twice actually <clears throat> first one was i was holding augie and augie held me tighter and then he pushed phil off of the hug sandwich <laughs> and then looked at him i was like oh <laughs> And then, mama's yeah. boy we've got a mama's and then today, boy today gave me a hug and augie came walking over put himself in the middle of us and i was like oh <laughs> he yep. was perfectly occupied until someone else started hugging mama so i just thought it was yep. so funny that charlie did that and then i was like oh we're going through that to the max right now <laughs> you're like hey charlie come listen to this you did the same uh, thing just no, saying it makes sense with someone else but for Augie with a sibling, I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> so actually at Augie's first birthday party, it was the first time Remy expressed some jealousy. And she, I don't remember exactly how she said it. And I know he mentioned this in his first birthday episode, but she tried to say that I loved Augie more <sighs> than her to me. And I was like, what? No. Yeah. Yeah. And she's said it. Uh, she said it another Since? time. Yeah, at like a play date or something like that. So I know it's just like a jealousy yeah, thing. Not like she's used to getting all, all my attention, attention when she's around. And you're extra kissy and huggy on. And it's like, wait, mama, versus the girls. I'm like, okay, you're getting heavy. Can we sit while I hold you? Yeah. But it's funny because I have my nieces and my nephews. Oh, so And she doesn't do that. So it, I know. Interesting. Doesn't ever do it with my nieces and my nephews. But when it comes to... <laughs> A child outside the family she huh. does well yeah. charlie's getting a little jealous too so her and remy can uh you know bond over it yeah totally <laughs> and their princess dresses oh, and I underwear know, right? <laughs> or lack of <laughs> <laughs> or lack of exactly well do you want to jump to our top 15 episodes or one of the emails from some viewers for our hundredth yes yes let's which do that one do you want to go with trisha what you want what you want Let's do the emails. Emails. Okay. We have three different emails. All right. All right. This one says, and you have not heard these yet. So. No, I have right. not. I'm so excited. <laughs> this one says, hello, mom, Jean, ladies. <laughs> I had. I love it. <laughs> I had no clue I could make my own fruit and veggie pouches until I listened to your episode, Talk Food to Me. And the squeeze station Morgan suggested was a game changer. Finally, my 14-month-old Ava, a.k.a. the picky eater, is eating a more balanced meal. She is happy. She is happy. And I am happier. And I am a happier mama who is a little less stressed knowing she's getting more of the nutrients she needs daily to thrive. So thanks for sharing and keep the tips and tricks coming. I look forward to listening to more episodes on my way to work each morning. Kate from Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin. Ah, that's awesome. So, so glad. And it's funny. I actually started going back to those, the um, squeeze station recently. Yeah. Because Augie is a struggle. And also even Charlie has started getting much more picky. Picky. That I'm like, mm. Yeah. And then she will pound the go squeeze pouches. I'm like, you know what? Pound yeah. Away. I'm like, let me make my own. And broccoli that was our old go-to is not so much a go-to so i'm like oh so i'm glad it's helping with her younging and hold on to them because they could help with your three-year-old too <laughs> yep exactly all right that's awesome and we have another one hey ladies hey <laughs> first off love seeing the pics on insta after listening to an episode it makes the episodes come full circle for me i wish he posted more often but i'll take the doses of cuteness when i can get them 
I accidentally stumbled on your podcast, but so glad I did because us parents need, need to stick together to keep our sanity. Parenting is the right? parenting is the hardest and best thing all rolled into one. Trisha, I wanted to let you know I feel your pain regarding COVID and school school quarantining. I have twins who are two and in different classrooms. I swear to God, the week Jacob was home quarantined for five days and returns. Then it's my other son, David, who has to stay home from school because someone in his class tested positive. It's a never ending revolving uh, door and beyond frustrating, especially uh, since like Remy, neither of the boys have ever tested positive. I'm with you. Wow. Expose all yes. the kids, get it over with, create herd immunity, <laughs> and let's get back to our regularly scheduled program. <laughs> my husband it. our listeners I are the know, best right? <laughs> she's speaking to you they should write our descriptions <laughs> <laughs> anyone looking for a job my yep. husband and i are out of days we can take off from work i'm in it with you girl and wanted you to know you're not alone morgan can i come to your mask burning bonfire when you have it <laughs> carrie J. <laughs> oh that's awesome and we have one more let's see this one says I am 10 weeks pregnant and on cloud nine. My husband and I have been trying for a few years, but it feels more like a decade. I've been stressing and wondering, wondering if it would happen for us since I'm 36. I laughed when I heard you guys describe your pregnancies as geriatric. Trisha summed it up perfectly <laughs> with her how rude comment. <laughs> and it's time for docs to modernize the term. I can't wait to meet our little one. And I have moved from the stress of trying to get pregnant and rather, what should I put on my baby registry? The baby registry must have list episode was what I needed to narrow down my list. Thanks for keeping it real. And I have already told my mom friends they need to check you guys out. Until next time, Audrey. Aww. <laughs> Congrats, Audrey. Oh, congrats. Yeah, that's so I exciting. Sounds like a few episodes are uh, being helpful. Yeah. So that's actually a perfect way to, to say what our top Oh, our top yes. Look at that transition. I like it, Trisha. Right? right let me just nice. pull that up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, okay. 15. Do you want to take any guesses at like what the number one and two are before I start giving them to you? Hmm. Breastfeeding. Okay. And... Mm, sleep training all right let's see if they landed in the top 15 all number right. 15 girl talk the truth about pregnancy number okay. 15 maternity with a newborn and then it's back to work we go <laughs> i think that one was one of our newer ones again they all run together yep 13 how do we raise kids that accept diversity all races cultures and have empathy for others I liked that one. I like just talking yes, through it. And I still go back to it. I'm like, okay, I use it for how I can bring in conversations. And no, mm -hmm. I do it a lot with going to the library. Yes. For books. Just, it, mm -hmm. it started my wheels spinning on how do we just make this a normal conversation? Totally. Yep. Talking mm -hmm. through it definitely helped. Um, 12. Cooking ideas in the kitchen with kiddos and cold weather arts and craft ideas to do with your toddler, both tied for the 12th spot. Mm. 11th spot was a tie. And that one was what to expect going into labor during COVID-19. And that tied with baby number two is on the way. How to help transition the firstborn. Ah, Lots got it. of times yeah. here. All right. Now we're into our top 10. Only children aren't doomed. The pros and cons. I like that one. Mm-hmm. Nine mm -hmm. was a little mama sode, which I think we just gave up on because we just don't know how to do little mama sodes. We can't yeah, stop exactly. talking. So we have like four that exist. <laughs> <laughs> but that little mama sode was the stigma of being a stay-at-home mom. Mm -hmm. And eight. I think I think little mama sodes are important though. For somebody just needs like they have a thirty-minute ride. Like I just need a quick. Oh, I totally what's think they're fill important. my time. We're just not any good at it. I know we have to pick. We have to pick topics that we feel like we don't have a lot of information on because then we will Stop definitely researching. hit it. <laughs> Seriously. Number eight, real talk about the infertility world. You know that one holds a special mm -hmm. one for yep. me. And yes, number absolutely. seven, you guessed, Trisha, boobs, mama's milk, and Woo. how we got through breastfeeding. Oh, yeah. Which I almost thought about going back to when I started breastfeeding Augie because, again, I'm like, will I remember the positions? Will I remember how to latch? I forgot how much it hurts right? the first month. Oh, yeah. Number six, Prego for the first time. And Aww. we're in our top five. Weaning from breastfeeding, the stuff we wish we had known, and raising kids in blended families, 
there was a tie between those two episodes. Okay. And number four, how to discipline your toddler and empower them. Drum roll, please, for the top three. All right. Does being a parent make you well-rounded? <laughs> that was the one with yep, Jessica, it right? It's interesting. Yep. Lots mm-hmm. of these that are in their top, we had guests. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. Got to have more guests. No. Got to go find more friends. <laughs> Get I'm kidding. No, kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> And number two, <laughs> to have kids or not have kids. Oh wow, yep. that one surprises me. But yeah, okay, more I, you out know there what? It doesn't. Probably it's one of those people don't talk questioning. about questioning. Because everyone, I mean, yeah. you, you go Actually, get married, and people are like, when are you having kids? Yeah, yeah. And you know, I know so many more people now that don't have kids or don't want kids. Um, it's just becoming. It's it was, yeah. It was always such a given. Like, okay, you get married, you have kids, and now people are kind of like, you know what? That doesn't work for my life, for my lifestyle. Yeah, I think it's interesting. Yeah, I me like too. that. How you know, how telling. Yeah. And number one, this one has stayed strong. And in fairness, older episodes just have had more time to download. So this is one of our earlier ones. Lots of these are. Mm-hmm. But this one has stayed strong pretty much since we've done it, Trisha. Eeny meeny miny mo. Who's the right doctor for you? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. Trying to pick a doctor is difficult. Yes. And it's, I think, also one of the first big decisions you make as a parent. You're like, how do you choose a pediatrician? Yes. Yeah. So yep. those are our top 15. Wow. Speaking of top, just throwing it out there, because while we do this for ourselves, I just love it. We say this time and time again, but all the different people that listen and we love the emails. So I'm so happy that we got emails from people because... Yes. We love the the camaraderie, camaraderie of just knowing, but also just like the diversity yeah. of opinions and thoughts. And so, I yes. love that we have lots of our listeners. Majority are the United States, but Canada, Australia, France, United Kingdom, and Spain are like regularly wow. up there. So I just I'm like, oh, Yay. I want to know more about their cultures and raising kids. But I love that something Absolutely. is resonating for them. So thank you. Yes, thank you. That's <laughs> awesome. And um, so should we do a double mom fashion for our hundredth? <laughs> oh my no, gosh, no. no! I need to plan for something <laughs> like <totally> that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I again was struggling to find one Trisha. Actually, that's not true. It is true. I had a really good one, but I can't say it. So. <gasps> Ew! Why? Um, it's kind of like I feel like that should be illegal. <laughs> it should be, but it's kind of like. If you had sex in the workplace, can you go on here and say that? No, <laughs> you can't. Oh my god! It's I'm not that it was that, but I will tell you off. But I'm like, mm, it's just like this is out there forever, and I just don't need the specifics of this one coming back if the wrong person listens. So, oh my gosh! All right, as soon as we have the mic, you do have to tell me what this is. So I was like, oh, I need another one. So right? intrigued. But I guess before we do that, you can find us really on any platform. And if you mm-hmm. are listening on Spotify or iTunes, please leave us five stars and a review and or a review and just let people know we're out there and spread the word. That's the best way to love us and spread the love. Absolutely. Grow our mom tribe. Definitely, definitely, definitely email us. I love the emails that you read. Love hearing from all the different listeners and just their own stories. Perspectives. How they feel. You can, yes, you can reach us at minivans at yahoo.com. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at minivans, and we are also on Twitter at momjeansmin and the number one. I went through that really fast because this has been a long one. (laughs) That works. And with that, do you want to jump in in mom sessions? <laughs> totally. Okay. Who's going? Um, I will go. Okay, so my mom fashion has to do with well, Remy has a very good vocabulary, and with that vocabulary can come some fresh <laughs> words every so often. <laughs> so I have done a mom fashion, and I've spoken about it, I'm sure, on a couple episodes. But one word still just holds so strong <laughs> with oh Remy. God. That word is douche. <laughs> So oh Remy has now been saying it as phrases. <laughs> and she said tonight, Mama, I love you. And I said, I love you too, baby. And she's like, you're not a douche. I was like, thank you. <laughs> and she has said other phrases like, Mama, I'm not going to say douche. That's bad. 
That's right, Remy. We're not going to say <laughs> douche. Saying it, she I says don't know it. how this child has held on to this word so long. Granted, it is a very satisfying <laughs> word to say, so I can't blame her <laughs> entirely. But I'm just, I looked at Jason at the dinner table and he was trying so hard not to laugh. And I just looked at him like, how long is this word going to stick around? Pretty sure I took it out of my vocabulary like a year and a half ago. How is That's it still here? Amazing. <laughs> I'm only sad that I've not heard her say it in person. <laughs> I am going to find a way to get her to say it for you because... And then she'll have Charlie like, saying it. I just or, want you to say to her, yet, hey, Remy, what are some words you don't use? Because I guarantee you she'll say, well, douche is a bad word. So I don't say that oh, one. Charlie can up yeah. her poop, poopy. Poopy's a bad word. She's she can add douche to there. <laughs> Love it. And speaking yep. of Charlie, I managed to injure my child. That is my mom fashion. <laughs> I don't even and then I took a yeah. picture <laughs> and then I snapchatted it <laughs> I don't even know how it happened uh, Trisha I was we were getting oh no. ready collecting all her things at school and there's the cubbies that she gets her jacket and coat from and so she was next to me and one of her friends came down the stairs and so I turned to look at them and talk with them and in doing so Charlie somehow managed to go behind me and I didn't realize and so I think I like was trying to like then kneel to get to the child's level or something <laughs> but I put my one foot behind me and well it landed smack between Charlie's eyes and I knocked her over <laughs> oh my gosh and, like your yeah, foot I think my foot when I backed up Aww. and so we had to go get an ice pack and I wouldn't have thought a ton about this except it happened like a week and a half ago and the mark's still there <laughs> oh my gosh your, so your mom fashion is i kicked my child in the face yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay it makes me think of the mom fashion where you said like you bent over and she was like behind you and totally knocked her over with your butt or something i'll that one was really funny and it reminds me yeah. of that and i love these can you tell me more <laughs> tell me more sorry charlie more ice packs coming your way auntie trisha needs a few more giggles and then she wants me to snap photos <laughs> and with oh that gosh. that is our hundredth oh, happy, happy 100 and many many more i'm still yes. having fun doing it i'm so glad i'm doing this with you trisha so it absolutely would not I be the same too. without i agree Aww. well until next time <laughs> until next ciao. time ciao